Sorry. All right. We have three lights. Yay. There are three lights. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back to another glorious week of Dungeons and or Dragons. Probably neither of those things in this session. But, <laughs> but who knows? Maybe where the session will go. Um all right, so uh, you all have made your way to Carthol, the capital city of Carthalia, uh, where you've taken on the quest to help one Darius Bartrand Silverbrand the Fourth uh, recover one of his beloved clockwork golems, a golem named Dalit. Uh, the uh, a group of thieves known as the Junk Punks uh, had managed to steal Dalit's control wand. Uh, thus giving him control over Dalit and letting him them just walk out of his house with them. Uh, after some shenanigans with them, you discovered uh, that uh, they had given uh, given the control wand and the golem um, to. Uh, uh, well, they, they he told you to look for look for the golem at the Indros fighting pits. So. Uh, and you found out that they are run by the Indros family. Um, who maybe aren't quite legitimate business people. <laughs> um, also, you uh, you met Cliff the detective who lives a very hard life. Uh, and <laughs> we don't get chased uh, out of town. We're definitely seeing Cliff again. <laughs> um, and yes, yes, you will definitely see Cliff again. Much many Cliff shenanigans were had. Uh, oh, also. Um, I guess I should mention this, though it probably won't be too relevant this session. Um, Brinley caught um, I-Rot, a case of the old I-Rot. Uh, and you're not sure. Wait, is it coming back? No, because it got cured by Quinn. Okay. Uh, but you're not sure where she caught that from. Gross. <laughs> okay, so like player knowledge, all of us rolled for it, right? Uh, yeah, you did. Yes, though sure. uh, though um, I shouldn't have had Gwyn roll for it because Gwyn is immune to diseases as a as a paladin. But yes. I don't know that. Correct. And the only reason uh, that um, I mean, obviously, eighty eight is immune to diseases and poisons. So, not uh, I'm resistant to poison. I'm not immune to it. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, okay. Uh, so um, you made your way, you found out that the Indros fighting pit uh, was uh, in an old Solarian temple uh, on Lookout Hill on the east side of town. Uh, so you made your way over there uh, and tried to talk your way in uh, uh, to this illegal fighting pit. <laughs> um, however, the bouncer, not knowing who you were and y'all looking kind of well-to-do and upstanding and not like the type of sorts of people that normally would come to a place like this was basically like, look, you need to get a sponsor. You need to get the fuck out of here. Uh, and so you started to leave, uh, but 88, uh, something came over 88, uh, 88 went back and asked if uh, the bouncer would let him in. Uh, the bouncer asked if he had a sponsor. 88 said no. So the bouncer said no. So 88 punched him in the face. <laughs> uh, My kind of man. Um, <laughs> And so that is where we were. Um, you want to pull up roll 20? Uh, I've got uh, a little map there. 
been trying to get the hang of that. I got actually got a piece of mapping software that I downloaded. So oh, try, trying to get the hang of it and make more maps with it. So that's what this map was made in. Uh, also, that fight you guys did in the wilderness on the way to Carthol was done. That was actually the first map I did in Dungeon Painter Studio. But, nice. Um, cool. Uh, yeah, it turns out that there's like a shit ton of uh, asset packs you can download it for it for free. And once I did that, it became a lot easier to kind of do what I was wanting to do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but. Yeah, um, Matt, as somebody who has a PC and DMs, uh, I'd recommend looking into it. It's it's like 15 bucks for, there's a free version, but the paid version is only like 15 bucks. Uh, and it does some, some pretty cool stuff. Okay. All right, so, um, uh, so you, uh, you uh, pretty much came over. Uh, he asked if let you let him in. He said no. You punched him in the face. All right. So anyway, you punch you punch Dad. him in the face, uh, and uh, he just he kind of look kind of holds his jaw for a second. He says, "All right, let's see what you got." And uh, we're gonna roll initiative. Can I quickly cast guidance on eighty-eight? When you can when it's your turn in the initiative roll. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were excluded. No, I mean, you know what, and just a reminder, just because you're in initiative doesn't mean you have to do things. Uh, all right, so. Um, all right, uh, and I will remind you the bouncer is a, kind of a big Goliath guy, um, as you can see there on the battle map. Looks like a badass, too. Yeah, he's he's a big muscly guy. Uh, that's why they put him in the bouncer position. <laughs> um, oh, um, it would help if I also had my dice. Yeah, Chris. I know I'm such a. Hey, you know what? You can't shame the DM. <laughs> no, I'm immune to it. My my DM screen is up. <laughs> All right, eighty-eight. What'd you get on the initiative? Fourteen. 14. I'm very oh. concerned that my health isn't at full. Oh, uh, you all took a long rest since the last okay. time. So. Okay. Um, also, is um, is that the appropriate number of hit points that everyone has? On the, you I already uh, changed mine. Oh, uh, no. Uh, so if you want to go ahead and change your hit points, if you do that for me, please, that would be great. Um, if you don't know how to do it, just let me know and I'll do it for you. Yep. All right, so I'm sorry, 88, what'd you say for your initiative? 14. 14. Gwen? Uh, 20. I'm sorry. Yes, 20. Okay. Nithis? 12. 12. Brindley? 17. 17. And Crackjaw rolled a 1. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, he's definitely not going first. So. His name is Crackjaw? Mm hmm You don't know nice. that yet, but... No, I just... Yeah. Great. That is, in fact, his name, so... All right, uh, Gwen, you're up. I am going to um, defer my action and attack anyone that um, I guess attacks us, but using a comparable level of force. So if they come try to stab us with weapons, I'll stab them with weapons. Or, okay. You know, Bread I'm gonna 
it's not a whole lot of help, but I'm going to correct my cast guidance on 88 in case he needs to do anything like <laughs> an ability check when he gets humbled next. All right. Are you trying to be subtle about it? or? Oh, no. I just fucking do it. <clears throat> I'm also far away, and he just got hit in the face. I'm hoping the guy doesn't completely notice. Um, roll me... Well, you're not being stealthy about it, so... Um, yeah. He... He uh, he just uh, he he just points at you and he says, "You stay out of this." Uh, but the guidance has still been cast. Eighty-eight. Um. <laughs> you seem to have lost your certainty from last episode. <laughs> no, sorry. I'm just I'm looking at several different things. Um, does he? He's not reaching for a weapon. He's just like no. squaring up to fight. Yeah, he's squaring he's up fight. to fight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will swing to punch him in the face again. Alright. I knew uh, he wanted to start shit, but he wasn't sure how he wanted to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, strike. Isn't that just like us? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty hardcore, yeah. <laughs> uh, 12 to hit? Uh, that will miss. Alright. But you got guidance, right? No, guidance doesn't do anything on uh, attack rules. Oh, okay. That's it. That would be blessed. Yeah. All right. But I cannot bless because I am druid and I have no profit. All right. She is going to make a couple attacks on you. Mm. Um, <clears throat> it's not on the stat block map, but melee attacks are it's just one plus the uh, strength, strength modifier. modifier. Damage, yes. <laughs> um, you rolled a one and a two, so neither of those hit. <laughs> All right, I'm going to use... So it's, uh, right now you guys are just doing that kind of like uh, rope with, <laughs> thing where you're just kind of <laughs> getting it into each other's face. Uh, does, an armed, uh, does an unarmed attack count as a melee weapon attack? Um, I believe so. Let me check. Shish. Um, game rules. I'm just going to say yes and move on. Okay, then I'm going to use repost as a reaction. Okay. To swing at him when he misses me. All right. Another attack roll. Does a 13 hit? Uh, no. Okay, well. So you guys are just kind of tussling back and forth. Oh, I'm sorry, Nithis, I skipped you. Did you? I was going to say, what am I doing? Um, I would like to hold an action um, in case somebody comes up. I wanted to move, but there's no screen left. Well, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to move back. Can we just say I move like 20 feet backwards? Uh, sure. You know, I can, you know what I can do is I can... Um, Use your fancy. I, 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 I can do this and <laughs> make more space. Yay! Thanks. I just want to spread the party out a little bit because we know what happened last time. <laughs> Are we learning? <laughs> I wouldn't push it that far. I mean, it's been five years. It's late to start. <laughs> um. 
All right. Uh, let's see. Yeah. The okay. So that's as far as the, that's as far as, that's as wide as the road is, though. So there's nothing. There's buildings in the. Actually, it's not buildings. It's just this very steep hill on the other side of this. So. Yeah. Okay. I'm FYI. happy. FYI. <laughs> and I'll hold my action, and unless if somebody attacks us. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, what's up, Gwyn? Uh, is, uh, all right. How about uh, um, I'm just going to leave it 88 and crack jaw. But if you want to jump in on your turn, just let me know. Okay. I would like to do something on my turn. Yep. Friendly. I want to run around the corner and beach shape into a mouse. Okay. <laughs> oh, I hope you don't get caught in there. Yeah. So you run around the corner of the building. Yes. Move me. Move. Go ahead and move your character where you're at. Okay. And then I use my action to beast. Oh, use my action to beast shape. All right, what's up, uh, idiot? Right. The slap fight continue. <laughs> A 15 to hit. Oh my word. That will miss. <laughs> <laughs> Just barely though, FYI. That's it. <laughs> All right. Um, all right. Uh, and you just have the one attack around? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> Stop uh, laughing, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's disconcerting. <laughs> uh, he's going to make a couple more attacks at you. Let's see if he actually rolls better than last time. <clears throat> oh, Jesus, five and a six. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming that a 13 does not hit you. Nope. The least epic fight. <laughs> I imagine, uh, I imagine a lot of like. Yeah. Well, I just imagine that. I mean, like most fights in real life, like you guys are just kind of locked into each other and trying to trying to find purchase. Uh, puts up Bradley. Did you want to do anything in your in your? Yes, form? I am going to run towards the door. Taking care to kind of make myself noticed by kind of stamping over one of Gwen's feet. I let out a little eep because I don't know it's uh, friendly. Hopefully, he'll figure it out. And then position myself away from getting stepped on by these two, but hopefully, so that I could dart in if the door opens. Are you a little blue mouse? Um, I kind of imagine all your animal forms are, have a little <laughs> slight blue tint to them, but that's sure. just me. It's like a grayish blue. Mm. Makes sense. Blends well into the night. Idiot. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, try it again. <laughs> hey, a 19 to hit this time. Yay! Three whole points of damage. 
All right, he takes three. <laughs> Uh, four, four hours later. <laughs> These two have been slapping each other in the street. Ah, there we go. Um, a 19 and a natural 20. Ooh, okay, that's both hits. Um, a natural 20 on an unarmed attack, though. There's no dice to roll, so I don't think it deals any extra damage. Oh. <clears throat> All right, you take 10 points. That's a lot. Yeah. Oh. There we go. 10 points of damage. Um, all right. Um, go ahead. Or Brindley, did you want to do anything else? I'm just waiting for the door to open. Mm -hmm. um. <clears throat> uh, Put some 88. All right, swing. Ooh, a natural 20. Ooh. Nice. So three points of damage. <laughs> oh, no. You cracked him in the face. <laughs> um, all right, he is trying to try to grapple you. OK. Oh, uh, oh boy. So uh, choose acrobatics or athletics. Uh, athletics, definitely. You rolled well, so I think he probably is going to get you grappled. Uh, yeah, I got a 13. All right, he got a 26. <laughs> All right, so he's, he's, he, uh, he grabs you. Um, um, and then uh, he is going to drag you uh, he starts dragging you towards the cliff oh no uh, 88 do you want to stay in her feet <laughs> uh, how far just, are we from the cliff <laughs> uh, if, he, if he moves you it'll probably be two more turns for him to get you over the cliff how, how steep is the cliff uh, it's, it's like a Seattle it's like a Seattle hill like where you, know, you can't build anything on it because it's so steep that's not good. That's not good at all. Uh, puts up Quinn. <laughs> I will. Uh, I will. I will still defer with some continued trepidation, but I will start. Uh, I will move. Kind of scuffle adjacent. <laughs> Just not. All right. Um, scuffle adjacent. All right, Brindley. Um, the door opens. A stamper. Uh, and you see a cat, a giant cat person step out. <laughs> I see a stamper. Uh, roll me a stealth check. Okay. My natural enemy. <laughs> I get mouse stealth, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mouse stealth. I'll use rat, I guess. It's closest. Uh, stealth is plus zero. Weird. That's cool. 18. I'd say you have advantage on it because you're small. <laughs> well, I'll just say 19. An 18. An 19, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, they're not looking for a rat. They're distracted. So um, uh, you see uh, the uh, tabaxi and then kind of a, a buff-looking uh, human step out. Uh, you, you scamper in as the door shuts behind them, uh, and you find yourself in a little foyer with uh, an even bigger set of doors on the other side. <laughs> 
fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any like uh, like a chair or something to hide behind in the waiting area? <laughs> Is there a waiting area or just empty foyer? It's just an empty foyer. Um, uh, yeah, there's nothing really to hide behind in here. Um, I'm going to shit. Yeah, I'm gonna it probably won't help. <laughs> um, it probably won't help. I'm going to like flatten myself down to like a little ball in the corner closest to the door where the door opens. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so two, two more people, <laughs> you, you, you both see two more people walk out. Uh, they're watching this. Uh, they don't have their hands on their weapons or anything. They just kind of... Uh, uh, have their arms crossed and are just kind of laughing as they watch this, as you, as they watch these two, like, kind of wrestle in the street. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, uh, you hear that the backs, you kind of say, yeah, go get him, crack jaw. All right, 88. Uh, I, I, I look at the Goliath and I say, oh, your name is crack jaw. He kind of pauses for a moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, what of it? It is nice to meet you. And then my holy symbol glows brightly. Mm -hmm. uh, and apparating around me are burning swords of spectral energy. He needs to make a constitution saving throw. Ooh. <clears throat> uh, 12 total. Yay, he fails. And he takes six points of radiant damage. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you did? That's it. Uh, he just says, um, "You're the weird. You're, you're one of the weirdest things I've ever met." <laughs> Um, and he, hmm. Boy, if I had a copper piece for every time I've heard that. <laughs> he is going to try to, um, hmm. uh, he's just going to give you a couple punches while he's got you grappled. He's rolling like shit. <laughs> this is the least epic fight ever. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, 12 misses. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> well, the Tabaxi says, Crackjaw, he's kicking your ass. <laughs> Crackjaw kind of growls at the Tabaxi. Uh, puts up Gwen, Brindley, Nithis, anybody? Right. Uh, I'm going to try and break out of the grapple. All right. Uh, he's going to roll athletics to resist. Ooh, 10. <laughs> uh, fortunately, yeah, unfortunately he succeeds. So he, he's, he's still got a hold of you. You all just hear from 88 a... <laughs> Doing okay, buddy? I don't. I'm inside the building. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. unhand me. 
<laughs> All right, Crackjaw this turn is going to move a little closer to the side of the street towards the cliff. Um, dragging you with him, and he's going to punch you. Uh, natural 20, so five points of damage. <laughs> this is going to take forever. Donaki <laughs> <laughs> tosses me off a cliff. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, just want to attack this turn? Uh, yeah. All right, I will look towards uh, Gwyn and say, I think I could use some help. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, really. I didn't want to make anything up, but... <laughs> um, all right, so I will... Oh, is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Okay. I will... Um... <laughs> Such a dumb idea. <laughs> I will... <clears throat> I will channel divinity and and make myself an emissary of peace. Um, so it gives me a plus five bonus to charisma checks for the next 10 minutes. Interesting. Then <laughs> I'll say to um, Mr. Crackjaw, I, I'm sorry. I think my, my friend acted precipitously. We just wanted to get in. But, I mean, I think he's proven that he can certainly stand up to you in a, in a fight. So what do you say you don't throw him off the cliff? Because, you know, that would just make things worse. All right, roll me persuasion with disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> I also have an action when it's my turn. Ooh, I rolled okay. Um, 24. Okay. <laughs> we'll see what happens on his turn. Friendly. Um, is there a doorknob on the inner door? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna think about it for a round. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna think before I act. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Eighty-eight. Uh, I'm gonna try and. I'm gonna headbutt him. <laughs> okay. Yes. Unarmed attack. Twenty, not natural. That'll hit for sure. Three points of damage. <laughs> oh, I should stop doing that. All right, he's in double digits. <laughs> 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 we're gonna be here for years. Um, oh no, we're not. Take that long. <laughs> He's gonna throw me off the cliff next turn. Yep. <laughs> uh, he um, roll me turn? roll me an acrobatics or athletics check, Mac. It's my turn, isn't it? It's Nithis. Oh yeah, sorry, Nithis. What's what, what skipping me? I sorry, cast well, no, I, you didn't, I didn't know you had anything to do. Sorry, I apologize. Yeah, she, she said she wanted to do a thing. I, I missed that. I, I was. I cast fly on eighty-eight, and I <laughs> used mind link to tell him that he doesn't have to worry about the cliff anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Just to drag this out. <laughs> um, uh, the Tabaxi cast counter spell. <laughs> <laughs> If this is going to attack the Tabaxi, that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, hey, none of that, whatever you're doing. It's a fair fight. <laughs> I'm a cliff. That's not a fair fight. Fair I fair. mean, who started it? 
Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the tabaxi just kind of shrugs. Jackass. Uh, Crackjaw's turn. Waste a spell slot. Well, to be fair, the tabaxi wasted a spell slot too, so. No, I'm just, I'm just bad. Oh, wait, <laughs> tabaxi. <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, Crackjaw is going, so yeah, I'm sorry, make me an acrobatics or an athletics check. Let's go. If he's got counterspell, these guys are really high. Mm -hmm. Counterspell isn't a very high level spell. It's third level. Well, if he's over a hundred, yeah. they're pretty high. Hundred hit points is another matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, you you you, you aren't like they're 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 a crime family that has occupied a former Solarian temple. They are not. Slouches. I'm just gonna throw that out there for y'all. <laughs> but it's but it's okay. We've got a rat inside. <laughs> You've got a rat on the inside. Um, mm -hmm. All right. So what, um, the name's Endros, right? Endros. Yeah. Yes. All right. So um, <clears throat> what'd you get, Matt, on your eighteen? Eighteen. Uh, you are thrown. Uh, uh, but you are thrown, actually, in a direction you're not expecting. You are thrown into Gwyn. <laughs> uh, Gwyn just got smashed. Not for any damage. Uh, you don't go prone or anything like that. But uh, <laughs> Crackjaw's just like Crackjaw's kind of looking at the at the two guys watching him and looking at you guys, and you know he's just kind of like, "All right, you know, you got a you got Moxie." Not gonna <laughs> lie. Not a lot of sense, but some Moxie. <laughs> he says. Uh, I'll be honest, my book was getting pretty boring, so, uh, you know, it's not every day that I get to almost throw a robot off a cliff. <laughs> Matt, did you freeze? Oh, no, he did. Oh, he did. Oh. <laughs> I thought he was thinking. Yeah, I did too for a second. Face. <laughs> no. Oh, he can oh, hear us? You can hear us? Okay, your video is frozen. But... <laughs> it's actually kind of hilarious. Oh, okay. That's weird. He's like... <laughs> It's it's a very aspirational yes. sort of. On my screen, he's at the very bottom, so it looks like a Brady Bunch. He's looking up. At yeah, you. he's looking up. At <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um. Anyway, he uh, he looks at you. Uh, um. Yeah, I think Matt's also delayed. <laughs> oh yeah, he's delayed a little bit. Can you hear us? Maybe not. Um, Matthew, when you get this, maybe try disconnecting and reconnecting to the call. Oh, there yeah. it comes. <laughs> there are two! Hey, you're back. Ah, do you see yourself? <laughs> you have a doppelganger. <laughs> I'm moving now. Is everything? Yeah, yeah, yes. you're fine now. Your old one's still there for some reason. Yeah, I can see a blank square with my name on it. I don't uh, know what's going oh, on. Oh, you can't see the you looking up longingly at no. me. Got <laughs> <laughs> it. Somebody well, I mean, Oh, there, there it goes. Okay. <laughs> so, um, uh, Crackjaw's like, I was trying to remember. I had a voice for him last week, and I'm just gonna. He's a, he's a, you know, it's better than my book. Uh, you know, uh, you got Moxie. I'm not gonna 
Not a lot of sense, but you got Moxie. So, uh, tell you what, I'll sponsor you if you want to fight tonight. That would be excellent. Uh, he says, um, he says, oh, just so you know, in the pit, he says, uh, it's full weapons. So, uh, you know, it's not just going to be a bunch of punching. You're going to have to really, uh, you know, no holds barred. Uh, so, just know what you're getting into right. there. Understood. I kind of be, I use a little, I add a little bit of zhuzh to my, uh, to my request. Are there any other, you know, rules we should be aware of? Oh, yeah, no outside influence. If any of you tried pulling what you did today, uh, yeah, that's not going to go over well with the bosses, you know what I mean? Well, a game okay. with rules is different than trying to throw a friend off a cliff, you know? I wasn't going to throw him over the cliff. It was just I meant to scare him. That. I, I turn and say, hear that, Brindley? Where the hell's Brindley? <laughs> yeah, where is your friend? <laughs> On the inside, uh, Brindley has gone out of her mouth form and used her decanter of endless water to try to, like, jimmy the lock with a... Uh, uh, her control water on the inside. <laughs> uh, on the outside, I say, oh, she she was along for the ride, but she really doesn't like conflict. She probably uh, scattered for a minute. We'll find her later. <laughs> uh, Brindley, um, the door, the outdoor to the outside opens, and then the back seat looks at you and says, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm just testing something out. If this works, it's going to be really cool. <laughs> Are you trying to lock the door? No, I'm trying to... Un Wait, it's unlocked? Yeah? I, I turn the door knob. It opens. <laughs> <laughs> After you. <laughs> she, so what, uh, did you do? what did you do tonight? I don't know. One guy punched the bouncer and the other one tried watering the door. Uh, she she looks at you for an eternity. Just just stares at you. Um, okay, so uh, how did you get in? Uh, well, you guys went out, and so I slipped in. Were you? Did you did you cast like invisibility on yourself or something like that? <laughs> She uh, she kind of extends her claws and then kind of scratches her shoulder and just says, uh, no, how'd you do it? <laughs> I got really, really tiny and I came in. Shapeshift into something? A little bit, yeah. Trying to steal from us? No, I just wanted to talk to somebody in charge and see if I get my robot friend in the fight. Roll me a deception. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of my goal, but... <laughs> Ooh, not bad. Uh, oh, Brian looks swanky. Is that his work outfit? Or... 18. Uh, she rolled a natural 16 and to beat you. Uh, she says, uh, she says, you were trying to steal from us. I was literally trying to get the robot at the fight, though. <laughs> she says, uh... She eventually says, steal, but my first one, I said, had 88 in the fighting pit. She kind of, she laughs. She says, uh, huh. Yeah, maybe you should meet Callie after the, after the fight tonight or something like that. 
Is that a good thing or a bad thing? The fact that you're asking that question means you have more sense than most. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Makes up for the sense that you yeah. didn't have. She <laughs> was trying to water the door, though. <laughs> you did Watering the door. <laughs> She says, now, uh, she says, why, now why'd you get out of here? She says, uh, I'll see you tonight. Okay. I just walk brazenly out <laughs> and just stand as the The human male just kind of looks at you with a raised eyebrow, uh, and Crackjaw just kind of laughs. I can't as he, at him. As he, Crackjaw just laughs as he sees you coming out. He <laughs> says, uh, Crackjaw just says, yeah, I don't know what you all are about, but hold on, it's not as nice. damn it. This is a, I, don't, I don't know what you all are about, but uh, not as nice either. But uh, <laughs> he says, "You ain't bored, that's for sure." We have Moxie. Uh, you sure do. Uh, he says, uh, "So, uh, what was your name there, Warforged?" I am eighty-eight. All right, eighty-eight. So uh, I'm sponsoring you for the fight tonight. You better be here by six o'clock. Okay. At this particular location or somewhere else? He says, he kind of gives it like a kid of looks at the uh, other two just with a kind of uh, confused look. He says, yeah, yeah, where else? We, that's why you're here, right? We've never been here. We don't know. I mean, sometimes in gladiator rings, the, the gladiators meet elsewhere. <laughs> I pat Nithis on the shoulder. It's worth asking. Mm-hmm. What was the name that's about to give me again? I don't think she oh, gave Callie, me. Callie. <laughs> Callie. Oh, okay. Not her name. Callie's my mom's cat's name, so <laughs> you're going to my mom's cat, who looks frighteningly a lot like Sophia, FYI. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right, well, thank you. We'll be back at six. See you then. Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> Bye. All right, so. <laughs> Ixnay on the upping up day. All right, so what do you all do? Well, I think we're probably going to have to go home and rest if we're going to be ready by six o'clock. What time is it? Uh, gosh, it's barely midday. Hmm. We only need an hour rest, right? For a short rest, yeah. Did, did Matt, did you burn a spell? I did. No, that was a cantrip. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, Never I burned a spell, but I still... Oh, I would need eight hours, wouldn't I? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't have eight hours either way. <laughs> don't you have that thing where you can turn sorcery points into a spell slot? Mm -hmm. I do have that thing. Okay. And I get well, my wild is... back at... Uh, and it's not as severe as I think that was going to be. Alright, so. So we head back to the Tigris Forest. Mm -hmm. Alright, so you head back to the Silver Cauldron. Um, Hey, uh, Gwyn, what are you gonna do? Because you're you're expected to play tonight for your lodging. I will go talk to the bartender and just say, you know, I can I can pay. I can you know, <clears throat> make it up this afternoon, or 
certainly going to have to make make it to the fight. Show show support for my team. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, did you just tell him about the Secret Fight Club? Yeah, he sure did. He says, uh, "Look, I don't want to. I don't need to know what's <clears throat> what's happening uh, specifically. In fact, when you mentioned that, he says, the less I know, the better. But uh, if you're not going to, if you're not going to perform tonight, he says that'll be five silver." Okay. Um, I can if you like try to get somebody else from the temple to come to be entertainment for a night. We've got a little time. Uh, he, he says, uh, he says, I'm sure I'll find somebody. He says, it's, it's rest day. He says, it's a rest day night. He says, it's a busy night for the bar. So, you know, entertainment isn't necessarily a big thing tonight anyway. All right. Sounds good. So, he, uh, he says, just uh, make sure your friend doesn't summon any alligators here tonight, you know? <laughs> I, I hope we're past that. <laughs> he says, uh, he says, losing out on, the, you know, on a, on a uh, midweek, midweek night, you know, that's pretty bad, but losing out on a, on a rest day, that would be, that would be extra, extra bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, you guys rest up for an hour or so. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do before you go back to the pits? Yes. I want to go clothes shopping. I want to get something like dark and mysterious. And also, like a snazzy hat to go with it. <laughs> Brimley's on her way to the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right, drop yourself like a couple gold for that. <laughs> Only it's called the Kentucky Punch Fest. It's the Carthel Punch Fest. The Carthel Punch Fest. <laughs> All right, uh, what about the rest of you? I don't think I need to do anything. Yeah, I think I would just chill out, <clears throat> relax. My my uh, hat though is less Kentucky Derby and more like pirate captain. I love it. <laughs> You're remembering a distant dream. I hope I'm just going with it. <laughs> Improv. <laughs> She's gonna hang out with disreputable people tonight. She needs to look apart. <laughs> All right. So, um, what about you, idiot? Is there anything you're doing to prepare for the fight, or having a meal? He's <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so. just gonna do his his regular equipment check. Make sure all of his weapons and armor are up to snuff and. Is there like a bakery between me and the uh, clothing store? Is there a bakery between you and the what? Between the clothing store and the inn? Sure. Can I get like a box of like a dozen nice cookies? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. 
What are you What are you gonna do with them? Just curious. He's gonna. I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> How much is it? Uh, a silver piece. I'll put my bet down right now. Brinley is going to den mother the mafia family. <laughs> 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 All right. So. Um, Um, all right, so that, uh, Gwen, what about you? Is there anything that you're doing? No, just relax. Play a little music, hang out, chat. All right. Um, all right, so you'll hang out, um, relax until the, uh, time comes for, for fighting. <laughs> Lash. It does, it does take a while because you're on the west side of town. You have to go all the way back over to the east side of town. So you guys leave with plenty of time to make it over. Um, um, uh, the um, sun's still kind of pretty high up in the sky. Um, as, you, uh, as, you get, as you get there this time, though, um, you do notice that it is a little more lively. Uh, you see uh, Crackjaw out inside. Uh, you see uh, kind of a small line of people waiting to get in. Um, and Crackjaw has a little uh, essentially conversation with, you know, he's chatting with each person before he lets them in. Uh, but uh, 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 so do you all get in line? Yeah. Sure. So y'all get in line, wait your turn. Uh, shortly after, shortly after you get in line, a few more people uh, get in line behind you, um, and uh, after a somewhat long wait, you get to the front of the line, um, and uh, uh, Crackjaw's there. Um, he, he gives you a, a nod and says. Uh, <laughs> Hey, you showed back up. Uh, it's good. It's good. Um, I hold out the box of cookies and I say, thank you for sponsoring 88. Um, I wasn't sure what you liked, so I got an assortment. <laughs> um, he, looks at the, he looks at the box of cookies, looks at you, opens it up, um, and says, uh, Hey, he says, this is from that uh, Blossom Bakery in the inner city? Yeah. You know, you're not, you're not, you're not all bad. You're not all bad there. Uh, hey. And he puts the box under his chair, but not before grabbing two that he starts to, starts to chew on. He says, anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, he says, let me just go over the rules just so you all know. He says, uh, he says, when you get in, he says, you know, you'll see the pit. He says, you're allowed to mingle around it. He says, but don't go in any doors that you're not, he says, don't go, just don't go in any doors. He says, except for, you know, the ones that are labeled for your dirty business. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, he says, um, <laughs> he says, uh, yeah, I know you all tried to break in earlier today. He says, and I'm taking, going on a limb here. You're letting you all in. So, just no skulking about. Uh, and, uh, oh, there's a two-drink minimum. 
<laughs> Bets are encouraged. Uh, are fighters allowed to bet on their own matches? It's, just, it's encouraged. Can Can Nithis drink my two drinks? Better be uh, able to. I don't care who drinks them, just as long as you buy them. <laughs> he says, uh... Gwen looks says, like you're buying me alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he says, uh... And he says, in 88, he says, uh, it's your first night. He says, I put your name in the description. He says, there's no special, like, prep room, at least at this level, he says. You'll get called in. You'll go to the south gate, or the east gate, the one closest to the door here. Uh, you'll be let in at that point. And you fight. Oh, look at that kitty cat. Kitty. He says, um, he says, oh, and uh, he says the penalties for, um, for, uh, for breaking the rules, he says, are pretty severe. Uh, and he says, just to let you, just, I, you know, I'm not saying this is scary or anything, he says, but I'm like the friendliest face here. And so, uh, you know, we're happy to have you. We're happy to do business with you. But you cross me. You cross the family. He says you're going to wish you didn't. I mean, you do have kind eyes. He kind of looks down at you and he says, I think they're my best feature. Thank you, Greg John. It is good to have you as a friend. Uh, acquaintance. Let's not get, you know, the F word. Friendly acquaintance. He says, I know I've only known you for like 30 minutes, but you're all going to be the death of me. I just know it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to break poor Crackjaw's heart. Aww. Or he's going to kill us, one or the other. Uh, so, um, he opens the door and lets you all in. Uh, so, you, you see, as you go in, there's a little foyer that uh, Brindley has been in. <laughs> uh, and th that door opens up, uh, and you get in, and you see a large um, ovular pit uh, in the center of the room, just dominating the room. Uh, uh, it looks like it looks like the uh, the inside of what used to be this temple. This probably used to be the um, uh, kind of the big cathedral or you know, the big portion of it, uh, but it's definitely it's definitely had some work done. Um, and let me let me do a reveal here. Oh, is it in roll 20? Yep. That cat is such a baby. Oh, I know, right? He just lets me hold him like this. Like, oh, he is so much chill. If I had half this cat's chill, I wouldn't have any problems in life. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much chill. That's how much chill. He's getting mad because I'm rebel rousing him. My, my, tenants have a, my tenants have a Yorkie or a Terrier or something, and the dog is like this big. And um, it was jumping around and like saying hello and stuff. I'm like, if I had any of that energy, my God. Entirely different life. All right. So um, I think you all should be able to see it now on Bloodstains. Okay. So you know it's a fighting pit. <laughs> It could be a dancing pit. No. Music pit. <laughs> could be a mosh pit. Mm. Ow. Rough. <laughs> all right. But already, 
you see uh, some people are already starting to line up uh, on the left-hand side there. Oh, I can also open up the bathrooms since, you know, you're allowed to go in those rooms. Yeah. The dirty business rooms. The dirty business rooms. Mm-hmm. Just, just one more cat interruption. He's hugging me. Did you see that? <laughs> um, yeah, there's two bathrooms uh, in the corners of the uh, building, two privies, I guess you'd say. Um, neither, neither of which seem to have any sort of designation as far as who can use them. Uh, they're just there. <laughs> this is a civilized I'm going universe. To very quickly. Druid crafts three like almost like giant button pins out of wood that say eighty eight on them. And give one to Nithis and one to uh Ryan. To kinda like pin one of mine. I wear it. All right. Uh people filter in behind you and start to take up positions kind of watching the uh fights on the outside of the rings here. Uh, it's weird. The people on the right side seem to be mere copies of the people on the left. <laughs> Whoa! Asia, <laughs> weird. So where do y'all where do y'all set up? I kind of uh, went up in the back left. Right. At the back left, you do notice that there's two big wooden doors that are sealed shut there. Um, uh, and you Can did notice from across the pit that like, uh, you in see this area. What's that? Can we see across to who's in this area? Yeah, yeah. You see over there, and you see uh, FS and uh, the Jack Mail, whose name you never got. I'm just gonna give. You, I'm gonna give you his name because I'm sick of referring to him as the Jack Mail. That's Benito. So you see FS and Benito over there. Um, uh, the Tabaxi and the guy. Um, just kind FS of. This is the Tabaxi. Tabaxi, yes. I guess I never gave you their name either. Or her name either. So, uh, so yes, you see FS and Benito over there, just standing by the doors. Yeah, as you as you were walking in, Crackjaw's like, "Oh yeah, the Tabaxi's name is FS, and the other guy's name is Benita. <laughs> keep, keep, keep that under your hat. Uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, you see them over there sitting, kind of guard uh, on the other sides of the doors, um, but you don't see anybody else over there uh, yet. Before uh, Bradley, oh, well, I can say once we all get over there, I go, oh, wait, maybe we should somewhere else. Are we separate? I don't know. I don't know. Y'all are together. Yeah, we, I stay together. Okay. I guess I'll follow over <laughs> here. Uh, uh, um, now, we just went in, right? We didn't go down at all? Correct. Though the pit itself descends into the ground a bit. Okay. I will uh, lean into Brindley and say, can you detect the presence of the remote control wand? Um, can, do I, like I can do that somewhat inconspicuously. Uh, I'd say there's enough noise in here, even as it fills, starts to fill up with people that are watching, that you can uh, you can hide the verbal components pretty easily. Um, I would say you, you would have to have like. Uh, I'm gonna like turn my back to the pit and kind of like I'm gesturing, talking to my friends. I'll stand right in front of you. Perhaps you could go to a dirty business room. <laughs> I've already started. <laughs> the dirty business room. Uh, and so if you cast the spell, uh, you do detect the control wand. It is under. It is underground. Uh, it, is, it is down from here. It's downstairs. So apparently there is, in fact, some sort of, some sort of uh, 
thing beneath the uh, beneath all this. So. I'm assuming there's a downstairs. I'm being definite downstairs vibes. I don't know how nice it is. So which doors are to the uh, privies? Which doors? Uh, oh, the ones that are the ones that are, I I revealed them. I so the bottom corners. Oh, okay. So the bottom. Okay. Yeah. So we don't know what the the left, right, and and the upper doors go to. Mm -hmm. uh, you do get an idea, though, um, that the doors on the left and the right, in the middle, uh, you see people coming out of them with like food and drinks that they give the people. That uh, and as you as you sit there and look at it, um, eventually a a waiter comes over and asks uh, uh, two drink minimum. Uh, just go ahead and order them now if you want. Yes, can you bring me something really delicious and preferably a cool color? Look, we got ale, we got wine, we got hard stuff. Hard stuff. She wants wine. Wine. All right, wine. Two wines for you. Four whiskeys for me. Four whiskeys. Two of them are out of his pocket. Yeah. <clears throat> Two of those are for me, kind of. And he looks at you, 88. Oh, I guess I'm drinking six. <laughs> no, I'll take a third wine. All right. All right. I, look, I, just need, I just need eight gold from the lot of you total. Okay. <laughs> I give him three gold. Give him two gold. Three gold? Yeah, three gold. <clears throat> Where do we place bets at? Uh, he says, there'll be a person coming around before each fight. With How many the odds. fights are there? Uh, he says, tonight, he says, we've got five, five, uh, five bouts. Any newcomers other than uh, our large friend? He says, I'm assuming your large friend is the robot they were telling me, or the Warforged they were telling me about? Yeah. Hmm? Um, he says, no, he is the only new one tonight. Who's the crowd favorite? Uh, for his match or for in general? Yeah, his match and in general. Uh, he says, well, in his match, he says, uh, he says, we're going with the, the crowd favorite is the Strangler, so. The Strangler. He says, okay, but 88 doesn't have to breathe, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you, you, do you say that out loud? <laughs> yeah. He says, oh. Might have to adjust the odds. <laughs> oh well, he says. Uh, I mean, the strangler. You know, strangling is not his exclusive attack. Uh, <laughs> uh, he says. Uh, he says the the crowd favorite. He says tonight and every night, though. He says for all the matches. He says is Whisper Endros. Though I don't think she's fighting tonight. Hmm. Cool. Thanks. Where are we going? Is there like a sheet like a, that says who's all fighting and which ones? Or is the program? Yeah, program. Yes, yes, he says, of course. He says, uh, he points to a table where they've just got a bunch of mimeographed programs. I go grab a couple of programs. Mm -hmm. um, 88's actually in the first round. It's kind of the proving round. Uh, uh, you see it's 88 versus the Strangler. Uh, the Strangler's got kind of a mixed record. He's like got 32 wins and 26 losses. 
Does Somebody it say kills. anything else about him? Uh, he likes he likes walks on the beach. He likes <laughs> extinguishing life through people by their necks. Um, I don't know. Any of the other writers <laughs> have descriptions that make them seem like they are non-sentient. <laughs> um, well, yes, there is actually round five, the main fight, uh, in which uh, another challenger will be taking on the murder bot. Um, uh -oh. uh, the murder bot is 11 and 0. Uh oh. Oh boy. Yep, that's what we're looking for. <laughs> I kind of show it to Mythos <laughs> casual. Uh, there's like a little thing on there. It's like, can anyone best the murder bot? Question mark, question mark, question mark. The odds are astronomically in the murder bot's favor, though, so. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's one of those things where people um, people bet on the you know people bet on the uh, on the a lot of people bet small bets on the uh, you know the uh, person who's fighting the murder bot in hopes that they pay off large. But yeah, just in case, just in case. Hmm. All right, so um, the. Uh, crowd, um, crowd continues to fill up. Uh, your drinks are drinks are served to you, um, despite the astronomical price you paid for them. They're not great. <laughs> um, like they're definitely not as good as the drinks you're getting at the Silver Cauldron. The main course is the violence. Yeah. Um. All right, so uh, the um, uh, the um, sorry, the where was I? Yeah. All right. So the um, as the as the time gets near, um, people actually start coming up to you. Eighty-eight, uh, like just random people from the crowd come up and say, "Hey, I hear you're uh, I hear you're fighting tonight." That is correct. Uh, what kind of experience you got? You done a lot of fights? Yes. Like what pits? Not in any pits. Oh. <laughs> Mostly on the road here. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says, what's the, what's the scariest thing you've taken down? Probably a hill giant. A Although he did... There's, did, a, there's, I, some, there's some excited murmuring at that. As, and somebody says, you took down a hill giant? Yes. Although, 88, you gotta, it, it, you gotta be honest, you did fight Crackjaw to a standstill earlier today. <laughs> I mean, that is one way of looking at that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a very generous way of looking at it. Not accurate at all. <laughs> we fought that demon. You kicked its ass. That's right. What was the demon's name? Mary. Mary. <laughs> right. How did you forget about your best friend? Um, it was a long time ago. <laughs> uh, why don't you roll me... Um, you who? I, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm talking to Gwen. Um, 
Can I hype man him? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I was, I, I, I'm going to call it a performance check. I want you to roll me a performance check to, to hype man, um, the hype man up 88 a little bit. All right. Which was the dice that worked well early? Oh, fuck it. You going to come back? No. Ooh, uh, 19. All right. So, um, uh, it's, as, as the fight gets closer, you actually, there's more and more people that are coming over and just asking those, those questions, asking about the hill giant, stuff like that. Um, but uh, you definitely get the idea that um, you, actually, you actually hear that the odds have shifted a little bit on you because uh, so many people have been placing bets on you. So I offer people who come up and talk to 88 and decided to place bets on them um, an 88 button for five silver. <laughs> Um, roll me a persuasion check. <laughs> Wait, what are you doing? Our performance, I'll let you choose. She's selling uh, 88 buttons. Um, <laughs> it's the same either way, 15. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you, uh, you, you get, um, how much am I gonna, uh, what'd you say, you got a 15? Yeah. That will determine what die I roll to see how much money you randomly get. <laughs> you get, yeah, let's go for that. Two of these shits come in for the first fight, and they're selling buttons and telling people. About uh, and, in fact, the buttons also seem to like the fact that eighty-eight already has buttons made does seem to like bode well for eighty-eight. Like people are. <laughs> <laughs> so many people are going to be so mad if you lose. <laughs> All right. Um, all right. So. Uh, um, uh, the place is full. I'm not going to put all the people on the map, but just imagine that all these squares are full. The place is packed. Uh, and um, somebody comes over and taps you on the shoulder, 88, and says, uh, all right, I've heard a lot of talk about you tonight. It's time for you to queue up. All right, quick question before that. What were the odds on 88's fight? Uh, you were originally a, um, a four-to-one uh, underdog. Uh, you are now a two-to-one underdog. <laughs> okay. I, I wanted to make a bet on 88. Me too. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll say that you guys could have done it early enough that you got the good four to one odds. Okay. Nice. okay. Right. So every every gold you bet, you'll get uh, every gold you give in, you'll get four gold back. If you What's the odds on the murder bot? Uh, the murder bot is currently 20 to 1 in his favor. Do we know how long each of the rounds go? Uh, it goes until unconsciousness. Okay. Um, uh, and they do have uh, what's that? Oh, sorry, you, you got uh, six gold pieces. I put six gold and 88. Nice, I'm gonna put 10 gold on myself. 10 gold, I'll put five on it. All right, uh, you all write this down so you remember. I'm not gonna care about remembering. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> um, and then 88's gonna go down there. Um, before, when when eighty eight gets the tap on his shoulder, um, I I kind of huddle over with him, and I say, and I I take off my cloak, and I kind of here wear this during the fight. You can make it billow dramatically whenever you'd like. It'll give a good yeah, show. <laughs> Except the size of it is like a half cape on him. On it comes down to his rib cage. Well, that's the nice thing about magical items is a lot of them, especially clothing, like you put it on and like it, it, it extends <laughs> magically. 
that is all right. You can keep it. Okay. And then I bow dramatically and it furrows. <laughs> Luck, 88. Do all the doors that we're not allowed through look flush to the ground? Um. <laughs> Uh, I will say that um, the one, uh, the, the two on the sides and the one, two in the bottom seem to have gaps uh, and honestly don't even seem to be locked. Uh, however, the, the, the north one that's by you um, is very well secured. Okay. All right, so 88, you queue up. Uh, as you queue up, uh, you look across the way, um, and you see, uh, coming out of a, um, there's a, a, a oh, I forgot to put it on the map. There's, there's, uh, there's doorways on the other side of the pit, uh, that kind of go on those back corner walls. Uh, coming out of the right, the right hand doorway there, uh, you see a, uh, large ogre, um, uh, carrying a chain. step up and queue up. Uh, and as he does that, um, uh, you see um, coming out of the door on the left, um, you see uh, this woman uh, who's probably, you probably guess in her late 40s. Um, she's a human, seems to be human, uh, but she's got very pale skin and white hair, uh, long white hair. She's wearing very, um, uh, extravagant and fancy armor uh, and she comes up and stands and as she walks up and stands there kind of a uh, the crowd kind of comes to a hush uh, uh, and you also notice kind of a few steps behind her uh, off to the left uh, you see another woman um, wearing like a hood and just kind of standing in a very um, authoritative position behind her. Uh, you guess maybe a bodyguard or something like that. Uh, however, upon closer look, you do see under the hood, like the same white hair and similar facial structures. So maybe you know, a relation of some sort. Um, uh, the woman who um, has stepped up uh, in the front uh, raises a hand and says, uh, good evening, everybody. Glad you all could make it out this evening. Glad to see the, the kegs are flowing, wine is flowing, there's food in your bellies. And of course, the only thing better than this is a fight. Uh, she says, we have a newcomer this evening. She says, um, a petitioner who, uh, Took a swing at Crackjaw himself this morning. And there's some laughter from the crowd. Uh, she, uh, she says, um, Crackjaw was so impressed that he uh, invited him to fight in the pit tonight. Because isn't that what this place is? She says, it is, an, it, is a, it is an opportunity to prove oneself, to revel in the glory of combat. She says, um, Oh, uh, she says, you all know the rules. She says, the fight is to unconsciousness. She says, um, any weapons, spells, tools at your disposal, you can use them. She says, there's, all shots are valid, she says. 
Watch out for the cheap shots. And she gives a wink. And there's some, some crowd cheering at this. Uh, she says, well then, without further ado, combatants. She says, um, get ready. And then she says, fight. All right, and then you, I'm gonna have you guys roll for initiative as the crowd starts cheering. And I start pounding on the railing and ADA, Try to get a chant going in the crowd. Well, 88 got an eight. <laughs> Consistent. Off to a great start. <clears throat> and we're starting, I guess, at the edge of the, the pit there? Yeah, yeah, right there, exactly where you're at. Perfect. Uh, let me see. Mm. I just 88 gets his metal ass whipped and we all lose our money and go home. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go. All right, so 88, you got an eight? Mm-hmm. All right, let's see what the strangler got. Uh, minus one, six. So. Hey. <laughs> Dexterity is not his strong suit. So uh, you're up first. Cool. He, steps, he steps forward onto the plinth. As do you, the, those gates behind you shut. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's about, um, those stairs go down about, uh, we'll call it five, 10 feet. Or no, five feet, five feet down. So it's just kind of a five feet, submer- uh, five feet sunken pit that you all are in. When the door shuts, I go oh, and turn to this and go and go, I just got a really good idea. We can't do it anymore, but it was a good idea. Well, and also, I think maybe we should not do what we were thinking about doing. Maybe get in good first and then make a move later. Oh, totally. Okay. Um, Sure. Uh, 88 is going to move down here. It's got the, the double-bladed scimitar out, mm-hmm. and I'm going to hold an attack until he comes up to me. Okay. Uh, he he comes down from the steps. Oh, he he's actually surprisingly fast. Uh, his movement speed is 40 feet. Also, is he all four of those squares? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he he is large sized. Um, uh, and so he uh, he kind of chuckles and he says, uh, "I've never strangled a robot before." <laughs> uh, he is going to. He says. Sounds like fun. <laughs> and he is going to come down. He's going to go to there. Uh, and he is going to smash you with his chain. Doing a chain smash. Uh, he's got a 10-foot reach on this attack. Yeah, it's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. 
It's a recharge ability, though. I'll let you know that much. So it's not something you can do every turn. Uh, 18. That hits. All right. Uh, you're going to take... Twelve points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And um, question: Can you be knocked unconscious? Presumably. Um. <clears throat> There's nothing uh, that says I can. Um. All right. So Just make me a cost. Straight on the face. Make me a constitution saving throw. What's that? 19. All right. Uh, The chain rings your bell, but you're able to shake it off. (laughs) Uh, He says, your head's stronger than it looks. Uh, Puts up uh, 88. Thanks. Uh, since he is... And as, as the chain's like smashing to you, of course, the crowd goes, yeah! Mm-hmm. You see some people holding up tickets that apparently hold their bets as they... Uh, since he's 10 feet away, let's go with a... Uh, it holds out his hand. Holy symbol flares, and I'll fire a guiding bolt at him. Okay. It's a 19 to hit. All right, that will definitely hit. If it didn't, I was going to be worried. <laughs> uh, 17 points of radiant damage. The hell of a spell. <laughs> 17 points, all right. Uh-huh. And then, uh, so there we go. Uh, bonus action. I'm going to cast Searing Smite, so drawing the blade of the scimitar against my... Uh, forearm so it sparks and ignites in fire. Then I'm going to action surge and come up here and swing at him with advantage because he's glowing from the guiding bolt. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> as you as you smash him with the guiding bolt, the crowd some, some of the crowd cheers. You can tell who placed bets on you probably with that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and as you like, as you set your sword like ablaze with the smite, they kind of just kind of have a collective ooh, because <laughs> they're easily impressed by the pyrotechnic show. So twenty-one to hit. Oof. I'll hit. <clears throat> that is well, re-rolling that. That's ridiculous. Uh, that's better. Uh, eight points of slashing damage. Mm-hmm. Plus. Uh, three points of fire, and he needs to make a constitution saving throw. All right. He's not terrible at those, but let's see what he does. 88. He rolled a two, so that is definitely going to fail. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, wait, no, sorry. He, he does that at the start of his turn. Okay. So, yeah. But he is currently on fire. <laughs> uh, he... he, he's, he uh, uh, disturbingly, as you set him ablaze, instead of screaming, he just pounds his chest and he goes, Aah! Yeah. Oh, no. All right. Well, that's my turn. Right. Uh, he fails to save in the start of his turn. What happens? Uh, he takes... 
another d6 fire damage. Mm -hmm. So another four points of fire damage. From where we are, does it look like it's making him feel better? No, it's definitely not making him feel better. He's just, uh, he's just insane. He's, in, he's a little insane, but also like he's done enough of these fights. He's just trying to keep the crowd on the side. Yeah. Uh, and so he's going to do a chain sweep attack. I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. <clears throat> Very good at those, Chris. Uh, I got an eight. Oh, no. That is not enough. You take... Um, Seven points of bludgeoning damage, and you're knocked prone. Okay. Uh, and as he knocks you to the like, so he, he, he's still on he's still a flame, uh, seemingly uncaring about it. As he whips the chain around your like your leg and just yanks them out from under you, uh, and then he is going to roll a performance check to he kind of mugs to the crowd, uh, gets a seventeen. So the crowd starts cheering, cheering for him. As he beats his chest and just the flames come off of him. Uh, all right, 88, your turn again. Okay. Um, so he's cool with being on fire. That's all right. Um, I mean, he's, it's not great, but. He's... <laughs> all right. Uh, Scimitar, go. That is a 23 to hit. Uh, that'll hit. And seven points of slashing damage. All right. Then bonus action attack is a 25 to hit. Okay. For an additional... And did you get back up with half your movement? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I got back up. The crowd cheers as you get up and land a blow with your scimitar. And additional uh, six points of damage with the bonus action. Okay, he's looking pretty hurt, actually. Yay! Um, and I will say, does it feel warm in here to you? <laughs> he just kind of goes, huh. <laughs> well, he makes a saving throw. Fifteen. Uh, All right, the flames go up. He says, "Not anymore." <laughs> um. He is going to hmm. He's just gonna swing a fist at ya. Okay. Natural twenty. <laughs> uh that was on the fist. Uh well unfortunately for you, his fists do have die rolls. That's unfortunate. Yes, he is. He is a trained unarmed fighter, unlike Unlike your good friend Crackjaw. Though <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's not the best of rolls. Uh, Fourteen points of bludgeoning damage. Oof. Okay. Uh, yeah. You just he just clocks you one, and you stagger a step back from just the uh, weight of it. Uh, you, uh, yeah, you both look pretty hurt. The crowd is loving it though. Uh, the rest of you that are up in the box, you do notice that the uh, person who kind of uh, introduced the fight is watching with keen interest uh, and doesn't seem to be emoting at all. Uh, instead, our eyes are just kind of watching 
they, she seems to be analyzing the fighters as she's watching them. <laughs> I cheer for 88 super loud. Yeah. All right. Um, what's up, 88? Uh, okay. You're going to swing with Scimitar again. 18 did. Yes, that'll hit. Okay. And this time I'm going to expend a superiority die to do a trip attack. Mm -hmm. So it needs to make a strength saving throw. Okay. Uh, oh, that is not a good roll. It's failing these. Uh, seven. Uh, it is, uh, he is not prone. All right. Taste of his own medicine. Uh, and then he takes 18 points of damage. Uh, how do you want to do this? Yay! Uh, basically, I'm going to uh, swing to uh, cut into his uh, big meaty leg and then pull his foot out from under him. And as he hits and slams his head on the floor, he knocks out. He knocks himself out. Nice. All right. So you... you uh... You crack you crack him out. Uh, a little um, a, a small gnome who's got like a, a holy symbol rushes out onto the field and uh, casts a spell on him. Uh, and uh, the person who does who did the introduction says, um, uh, "We have a winner. The challenger eighty eight has bested the strangler in combat. As such." 88 is eligible to move up on the boards. There's some cheering, and you actually hear 88 as you're standing there on the on the uh, combat field. You hear people starting to chant your name. 88, 88, 88. 88. Yay. Uh, uh, the strangler gets up, uh, kind of huffs and looks at you. Uh, and says, uh, he extends a big meaty arm out. I'll shake his hand. He does a. He goes in for the Punisher handshake, you know, where it's like he grabs the mm -hmm. <laughs> the big meaty forearm. Sure. And he just says, uh, "It's a it's a hell of a good show you put on there." Thank you. You did quite well. Says, as did you for someone so small. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do I hear that? Uh, it, no, it's kind of it's just kind of a quiet moment between the two of them. Uh, it, there's a lot of crowd noise around you. So then he uh, he's going to uh, head back off on his side and exit the uh, exit the ring. I'm frantically crafting like a bramble crown to place on 88's head as the winner when he comes back up. <laughs> it looks really badass for a black crown. <laughs> All right. So, so as you as you come over, uh, uh, everybody just gives you like big pats on the back, um, and uh, and people people go to the you know, get their get their winnings. Um, so, uh, so when you oh when you guys made your bets, did you take the money off of your character sheet? No, I did not. not originally. No. All right. So take it off your character sheet. Okay. Uh, this is the easiest way I can think of doing it. 
then multiply it by four and add that amount back to your character sheet. So. Okay. Okay. Um, and then he comes back. I am badly hurt. <laughs> oh, um, as you, uh, as you, sorry, the, the cleric also heals you. You're back at full. Oh, awesome. Okay. Never mind. I give him the brown bull crown. Thank you. Congratulations. Hey, Thanks I for letting really me. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it's hard to get a word in edgewise because people keep coming up and like patting you on the shoulder and like yelling. Good job and various sundry, various things like that at you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. They people go out and kind of clean up the pit, thank get it reset you. to uh, reset for the next fight. Um, yeah, people soak the blood up off the ground. Uh, Throw some cat litter on it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, as as that's happening, and before round two starts, um, when the door you're standing next to opens, an FS comes steps out, uh, and it points at Brindley. Uh-oh. And she says, uh, she kind of gestures back into the room that, uh, that uh, uh, she just came from. Okay, if anything goes wrong, she's screaming real loud. You guys can I- all right. <laughs> with her? What's that? I will try to go with her. See if uh, I the the Tabax just puts a paw up and just points it friendly. Hmm. I'm gonna uh, edit. We determined that I can't use mine link out of sight, right? Uh, yeah, never mind. Well, she's not going somewhere that's necessarily out of sight. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going on the other side. Yeah. Yeah, as long as she's within fifty feet of me. Yeah, you could. You can maneuver yourself so you can see what's happening on the other side. Okay, well, I'll ke- create a mind link, and I will give her the ability to talk back to me if she needs it. Right, so, do you uh, do you go over with with uh, FS? Yes, I do. Uh, FS, um, and it comes over and brings you to the woman that's been introducing everything, and says, uh, uh, "This is the one I was uh, telling you about, uh, Callie." I'm gonna pretend that's positive, and I'm gonna hold out a hand. <laughs> um, <laughs> Callie looks down at your hand um, and looks up at you and <gasps> kind of squints. She says, um, "So FS says that you attempted to break into the fighting pits earlier today." I wasn't breaking anything. I was just entering unannounced. She says, um, a legal distinction perhaps, but um, she says, uh, she kind of looks at FS and looks at you um, and then kind of looks at, um, uh, uh, oh crap, I already already forgotten his name. Benito. Benito, thank you. Uh, Looks at Benito and you realize that you are surrounded at this moment. Uh, and she says, look, she says, my name is Callie Indros. She says, I run this fighting pit. She says, I would prefer if for the duration remainder of this conversation that everything you say to me is the, is the unvarnished truth. 
she says. Um, it'll go better for everyone involved. If you insist. I do. Funnily enough, I do. Um, the, uh, by the way, her, her bodyguard stands behind her and uh, actually kind of steps to the side a little bit and is just staring at you the entire time. Just laser, <laughs> laser focused on you. Stink eye. Not a stink eye necessarily, but just she wants to make her presence known. Uh, uh, and she has, she notices you um, kind of notice her. She says, ah, oh, yes, my, it's my, my daughter, Whisper. Oh, the favorite. She says, uh, undefeated in the pit as of yet. Yes. She says, though her fights usually don't last that long. Hmm. That's pretty cool. She says, so what were you doing trying to break into my fighting pits? Well, Tracta wasn't letting us get in or enter 88 in the ring until 88 um, decided to punch him and they had a little scuffle outside. So I was trying to get in to get somebody that would let us bring 88 into the ring uh, because we wanted to see your murder bot because we think it got stolen from our friends. I don't even know if that's a deception check or not. I mean, it started off as kind of a lie, but <laughs> um, she, she says, "Okay, so you you came in to find somebody, and so the whole purpose of you joining the fighting ring was to get a glimpse of Murderbot." Yeah, to see if it's my. Uh... Our friends, um, Golem, and then if it was, maybe try to find a way to somehow get it back. Uh, so he says. So your plan was to steal my robot or my war, my my uh, Golem from me. I was also considering maybe trying to buy it off you if you were amenable. She says, "No, that thing keeps making me a ridiculous amount of money." She says, Maybe like a trade or some sort of bartering. But she yeah, says, ideally, I've, we would like to have it at some point in the near future. She says, I do appreciate your honesty, though. Well, I said I would be honest. She says, no, it, is, it has not gone unnoticed or unappreciated. She says, <clears throat> hmm. She says, you're trying to break in to steal back the robot we stole. Or negotiate it back. I mean, well, and to be perfectly honest, um, what was your name again? I'm sorry. Oh, well, said Calamity. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's who you are as a person, Amanda. (laughs) Um, I'm Brindley, Brindley Corther. She says, and where are you from, Brindley Corther? Not the city. No, I'm from East Hill. She says, um, is that where your family's from? Yeah. Brindley, maybe don't give them any more personally identifying information. <laughs> you said you're honest. You hear in your head. <laughs> you can be honest by just saying, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> Listen, uh, what's another crime family? <laughs> <laughs> she says, well, I do see what FSCs in you. Um, you are delightful. <laughs> she says, "Oh, in point of order, we purchased Murderbot fair and square." So, 
Oh yeah, but he, I mean, it was stolen at one point. But yeah, it's not. Was that's not really. Idea. That really doesn't affect us, now, does it? We purchased it legally from. Well, no, I, I didn't say it was. I was just saying that's how we designated it as the. Because my friend has other ones. Mm-hmm. Actually, this was the stolen one. She, she says. <laughs> she says. She says you are quite interesting. She says, "You are the most unassuming thief possible." <laughs> she, says, she says, "With a face like that, no one would suspect you." Hmm. <laughs> That's a compliment. She says, "It is a compliment." She says. I don't want an answer right now. I want you to legitimately spend some time and think about it, she says. Oh, no. How would you feel about doing some work for me? Oh, no. Tell her you'll think about it. Do yeah, I'll definitely think about it. I don't oh, want an answer right now, no. Me and my friends. She says, assuming, I'm assuming your friend will be back for further fights, but <clears throat> take some time. Think about it. All righty. Uh, thanks, I guess. She says, oh, and one more thing. She says, secrecy is, of course, of the utmost order. She says, if you go blabbing about anything I tell you or anything you see here to anyone, I will kill you. Anyone. Okay, cool. I mean, obviously, your friends that you're here with, but, uh, you know, know, authorities, wardsmen, other gangs. Yeah, fair. Anyone, aside from your close personal knit here family, I will murder you. Got it. You won't see it coming. And that would be a blessing, I guess. Probably. It's easier to go without knowing. She nods. <laughs> well, All right, she says, well, what's that? Well, this was delightful. <laughs> she says, I really like you, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> she says, now go before that changes. Nice to meet you, Callie. Whisper, good luck in the ring. FS nods and says, good luck. <laughs> <I> head out. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, are you all going to stay for the other fights? Want to see Murderbot? Yeah, yeah. I want to see Murderbot. Yeah. All right. So um, I'll just kind of... Uh, the, next, the next three fights are pretty uneventful. Uh, just fights. I'm not going to get into it. Uh, however, the... Um, uh, the last fight, uh, but at this point, like, the crowd is, like, chanting the name Murderbot. Everybody is, like, on their feet cheering uh, as this um, this knightly-looking fellow, full plate mail, uh, like, um, very, like, uh, you know, like, very, like, uh, just uh, jacked, I guess, for, like, I've said it so many times in sessions, lost all meaning, but, yeah, just a very, you know, very, like, clearly well-trained, very fancy gear, very fancy garb. Uh, steps on into the uh, challenger side of the ring, uh, and um, then you uh, you see. Um, I'm not even gonna make your roll perception check. You just you just see because uh, she's not even hiding it. Uh, Callie pulls out a wooden handheld device from her pocket, uh, and then you hear these loud clank, 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 clank. Clink, just getting louder and louder as um, this um, Murderbot. seven and a half foot tall uh, golem uh, steps out, and I'm actually going to. Uh, what's the best way? 
need to share this. I think I can do it in between. Uh, just steps out and uh, and you get the idea that um, that perhaps uh, that perhaps um, uh, Darius has undersold a little bit uh, this um, <laughs> this this creation that he has has made. Uh, and I oh here we go. Go. And then if I do, oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. Um, <laughs> you see this just very um, seven and a half foot tall, very broad, muscular, just this this large murder bot. Uh, you almost, you almost. You you would almost have to wonder what was Darius thinking, making this creature. <laughs> does it have weapons? Uh, it does not have weapons. Uh, However, its its arms hang almost below its knees. So imagine <laughs> the reach on that damn thing. Uh, and so, um, yeah, you watch uh, with um, fascination and almost a little bit of horror as. Um, as this um, as this golem takes the ring, uh, and the uh, knight charges in uh, and swings his sword, his sword uh, glowing with a magical energy, as hard as he can against the uh, uh, arm of this of this of this golem, and you see him his arm wrenches so hard from the vibration of it that he drops the sword. Uh, as the sword shatters uh, against the adamantium plate mail that this is made out of. What? Adamantium? Why would you put adamantium armor on it, you madman? (laughs) Darius is a madman, yes. Um, uh, And then uh, you see the knight look up and his eyes, and his face, his eyes go wide and his face grows pale as he tries every uh, trick and technique in his playbook to defeat this murder bot and uh, uh, is quickly defeated when the when uh, after all of those fail the murder bot picks him up slams him three times into the wall and then throws him 20 feet across the room uh, he skids into the ground unconscious and the crowd erupts in the cheers as murder bot is now 11 and 0 or 12 and how long does that take Murderbot to knock him out? Uh, well, Murderbot sets still for maybe five or six rounds. Uh, but once he started attacking him, it took about 12 seconds. 12 seconds. So <laughs> less than a minute overall? Uh, yeah, the whole, the whole fight took less than a minute. Uh, yeah, you get the, he did three attacks in the span of six seconds. Uh, and then the throw attack in the next six seconds. And that was it for the night. Is wow. the knight, does like the cleric go out and revive the knight? Yeah, yeah, the cleric goes out and revives the knight. And then the knight just kind of picks up the hilt of his sword and kind of like scoops up the pieces, stares <laughs> at the creature, and then literally just like salts off. Understandable. <laughs> uh, and then Callie comes up and says, Murderbot undefeated again. 
We'll have to find out in three days if somebody is worthy enough to take on this creature. Well, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. And with that, uh, she turns and leaves through the side door uh, and uh, Whisper follows behind her. And then uh, uh, FS kind of comes up and says, all right, get out. <laughs> get out. And people, people start filing back out into the street. Yes, we file. We file. Y'all, I believe we may have been hired by a madman. Oh, yeah. oh that, there's no doubt in that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's getting that big bad. No. Unless, unless we wait until it's beaten so many people that it's no longer really fun for anyone and they've kind of lost interest in it, like a toddler. Yeah. Well, I'll um, remind you, you also don't have to, you don't have to beat it. You just have to get the... Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, no, she's talking about whenever, whenever Callie gets tired of it, mm. when it's no longer making her money anymore. Well, did Callie tell you how much she paid for it? I did not ask. Because we could negotiate for her to sell it back to the original owner. I was kind of kind of bringing up the thought of negotiations a lot of time, which is very disinterested. I wait till we get a couple of blocks away and say... Well, before you leave the building, uh, 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 88, um, you're approached. Uh, Crackjaw has actually come in and found you, and he says... Oh, good, good job. You, you, uh, he says, I came in to watch. He says, you, uh, you really did short work of that ogre. Thank you. Uh, he says also the strangler is an asshole. So it's, you know, it's kind of nice yeah. to see him, <laughs> see him get put in the dirt a little bit. You know, it happens every now and again, but, uh, he says, uh, he says, anyway, uh, come back in three days. Uh, he says, they got you matched up against Altair next. Against what? Altair. A L T A N. A L T A I R. That's what you said. I'm confused. By what? You're you're one to know. People want to see a fight again. No, the name Altair. What's confusing about it? It's his name. Oh, I guess it's just referring to someone different. Then okay. <laughs> I guess that's just a name, isn't it? It's just. Oh, you mean yeah, like the famous wizard? Yeah, no, it's it's just someone else, probably named after that famous wizard. You know. Understood. He says. Uh, <laughs> he says, "Oh, I'm the only crack jaw I found, and I like it that way." <laughs> it is a unique name. He says, "We uh, we Goliaths, we get to, we get to choose our own names." He says. After, after we kind of establish what we are in the world, he says, sure as hell beats my, my birth name. What's that? Wait, oh, I'm not telling you that. He says, <laughs> he says, and if I find, he says, no one here knows. And if I find out someone does know, he says, I'll be very, very upset. I think we have quite a few similar similarities, Crackjaw. And I will pat him on the shoulder. <laughs> he says, oh, he says, like what? Warforged also are known to take their own names when they decide what it is they would like to do. Huh. He says, I did not know that. He says, that is actually real interesting. I still call myself 88 because I have not yet decided what I wish to do. Hmm. Yeah. Shit, me neither. He says, wait, how young are you? I am. Well, I was first activated 16 years ago. 
Oh, wow. He says, you're just a kid. Ah. Well, he says, I'm, you know, I'm like 45, so. Yeah, fucking ancient. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> once you're 45, I mean, you're basically, you're basically a corpse walking at that point. <laughs> I mean, he's sick. That's what, oh. Too old to die young at that point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just move past it. <laughs> oh. I'm not six. I'm seven. Can't cheat me a whole year. He says, well, well, he says, he says, you're seven, you're 16. He says, he looks at you, Nithis. He's like, what are you, 12? Raise my eyebrow. <laughs> he says, come on, it's a joke. He says, I'm joking here. Mm-hmm. You know, he looks at Brittany. <laughs> though he looks at Brittany. He's like, although I am pretty sure she's 15. So uh, I'm 21. <laughs> He says, the fact that you felt like you had to correct me on that speaks volumes. <laughs> he says, well, anyway, uh, I know you don't drink. Otherwise, I'd offer to buy you 188. But uh, yeah, I hope to see you back here in three days. He says, you're not bad. Thank you. I don't think you are bad either. Yeah, oh, you know, well, thanks. <laughs> Have a good night, Crackjaw. Bye. Yeah, you too. Yeah, goodbye, all y'alls. See you in three days. So as we're like a block or so away, are we ever going there again? I think we have. To. <clears throat> I think. Why don't we? Um, yeah, this one more time. <clears throat> you know that that we know that thing is there. We can just report it to the watches, stolen property. Yeah, that would be a terrible idea. Why is that? Yeah. Because you wanna you wanna tell the watch that a crime. No. We are not going to put that kind of target on ourselves. That is a crime family that will hunt us across borders. Do you know how much money they probably made tonight? Do you know how many people they probably killed today because they didn't get what they wanted? They are a crime family. No, we are not telling the watch anything. Uh, Also, how are they going to... How will they come and claim the murder bot? Right? (laughs) The crime family is almost certainly stronger than the city watch. Assuming, the city, assuming the city watch isn't on the take anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, that too. They could be paid <laughs> by this family. If only, if only we knew a cop with nothing to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think we go to Dari, tell him what kind of idiot he was, where his ro- murder bot is, why it's there, and just tell him that's that. I don't think we should take on a crime family. I think that's just, that's betting against the house and we're going to lose. We're going to lose real bad. It does seem a little beyond us. I mean, even so if I, I do think we should go back and have you fight again, ADA. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to win money off you again. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But we can, like, pat our pockets before heading east further. Mm-hmm. I wish to understate. I was very badly hurt. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll just yeah. Uh, understate, but, but I wish to re- <laughs> emphasize. <laughs> re-emphasize. You don't yes, want to do it. That's fine. Obviously, don't oh, do it. Oh yeah, of course. Do you have a little fun now? <clears throat> Not especially. <laughs> okay. I did it as a means for us to gather information, which you did great. Now we have the information, <laughs> so. Yes, yeah, so Callie has the murder bot stick. 
the control one. Stay. <laughs> Murder bot controls. Um, and she is pretty tough, and her creepy ass daughter is like a shadow. Yeah. Uh, what we were gonna get a thousand gold a piece for this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think my life and peace of mind is worth more than a thousand. <laughs> Honestly, genuinely. That's what I, I mean, you don't mess with these kind of crime families. At where I'm from, they, you just don't mess with them. If Darius doesn't leave, if we just never go back, he'll probably just assume we got killed. You're right. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it would be bad to go back to him and say, hey, so, what is he going to do to us? He's not a crime family. <laughs> just be I like, agree with, hmm? I agree with Nithis. We should go back and tell him. Okay. All right. Just let him know what's up and be like, sorry, bro, sucks. You I made a murder bot. The, the, the red panda to like soften the blow a little bit. <laughs> that is a good idea. If you okay. In fact, as we describe what happened, you could have the red panda reenact the fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Are you the red panda or is it a spiritual thing? It's, it's, a, it's an animal she summons. So you summon the red panda, and then you become a red panda? And yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm picturing. That's what I'm picturing it, yeah. <laughs> I think that works. Oh my god, you can see the sunburn in the video. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh! Dang! <laughs> Alright, so you all make your way, as you're heading back towards the Silver Cauldron, you kind of, uh, Loop down towards Darius's brownstone, uh, and arrive. Uh, uh, it's it's pretty late in the evening at this point. Uh, it's like <laughs> so. You you head back to the Silver Cauldron. Uh, where you all check in. Uh, is there anything you want to do before bed? Um. <clears throat> Not really. No. If anyone's going to stay and have something to drink, I'll stay with them, keep my company for a little bit, but... I think I actually have enough to drink tonight. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, who is this? Right. Now, I made it through, what, six drinks? Oh. Yeah. yeah. All right. No, five. Five drinks. All right, because... Yeah, Bradley, you're probably pretty tossed, too. <laughs> Three <laughs> drinks is a lot. <laughs> yeah, but I nursed them throughout the night. <laughs> I imagine I probably finished a, a half of each of them. Yeah, you probably two. finished, like, <laughs> I probably had, like, the first two and then, like, a couple sets of the second one. You got warm, and then I had nothing to speak it. <laughs> so you all, you all head back and rest for the evening at the Silver Cauldron. Uh, you wake up the next day. It is uh, 20th of planting, week's end, the Sunday of the world. Um, what do you do? Should we go get over bad news? <laughs> go deliver the probably after breakfast. Get it over with after yeah. breakfast. Yeah. At the very beginning of calling hours. All right. So uh, you head back over to Darius's uh, brownstone. Uh, do you knock on the door? or uh, the water fountain next to the door says, yes, who's there? It's uh, Brindley and 88 and Nithis and Gwen. 
Oh, you must. Oh, thank you for coming back. You must have my golem. Yes, yes. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I will. I will. I will. Um, I will have a left coming to get, fetch you right now. Um, and bet uh, the usual drinks and cheese and crackers and all that. So. Uh, I summon Mr. Snugglepants to turn you. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> so, uh, a um a much less imposing golem opens the door than. You know, this one's still primitive and, you know, tall, but not as broad and uh, doesn't have adamantium armor everywhere. <laughs> Mr. Snugglepants and I race in between its legs towards the uh, sitting room. Uh, Darius wheels into the sitting room and sees two red pandas. He says, oh my! He says, this is a wonderful day. I'm getting my golem back and there's two red pandas. We just do our best to be adorable. Unposing. <laughs> So adorable. Um, oh, hello, uh, Nithis, 88, uh, Gwyn. Uh, where's, where's, uh, I thought I heard Brindley. Where's Brindley at? I live in my hands. Oh, oh my Brindley goodness. is the red panda with That's the bluish, panda. the bluish streak in it. Yes, I see that. <laughs> I don't see Dalit, though. Is this another, did you come for money again? He says, um, I never did get a note about the arcane core, so. We wound no. up not needing it. Oh, yeah. wonderful, wonderful. So where's my, where's my golem? Well, just, mm, I want to be salty. How just, you know this? just to clarify, you made a seven and a half foot golem. Yes. With adamantium armor. Of course. It's the best, metal, it's the best metal money can buy. You he are. Says, well, he says, I, he says I, there's actually, there's actually a really, a really illuminating story about that. He says, I can, I can, uh, I can give the story to you if you'd like. No. I don't think no, we need what? that level of detail. <laughs> no. You made a murder bot. Is it short? It is a short story, yes. Mm. He says, uh, he says, I was, he says, um, oh, I said, I'd sent Bet to fetch the groceries as usual. And I came back and one of his arms was missing. It turns out some neighborhood hooligans had thrown rocks at him and taken his arm. And so I said to myself, what sort of metal would be resistant to hooligans? And th rock throwing and arm ripping. And, I, and the answer came to me, adamantium. And so I said, I will make a new golem. You made an indestructible killing machine. I made an indestructible friend, thank you very much. Killing machine. I mean, surely, I mean, I gave him strength, you know, to carry the groceries and haul the garbage and, <laughs> you know, those such things, but... And crush vertebrae. Yes. Crush vertebrae. He's, well, he's okay. undefeated in carrying groceries and defeating enemies. He says, mm -hmm. undefeated, what, what, what is this, undefeated in what, he says... Do you know what the Indus crime family is? Do you know who they are? The Indros crime family. No, I can't say I know them. Mm, of course you don't. Mr. Snugglepants and I get ready to reenact. <laughs> Says, do they have my golem? Yes. They do. Oh, they wonderful. So you can just get it back from them. Yeah. Oh, no. They are unwilling to part with it. They run an underground fighting ring. Mm-hmm. And they are using. And your... so, do they have the golem watching the underground fighting ring? I don't understand. No, no he is competing. They, 
murder bot. It's not programmed the murder. It is a murder bot, and it has a little wand control control stick. It doesn't matter what he's programmed to do. He's killing things because you made an adamantium murder bot. Point of order. I mean, he hasn't actually killed anything. Usually, he is knocking uh, contenders unconscious, not in fact murdering them. But we are aware. Very well said. He says, "Well, that's that's very disheartening to hear." He says, "I I do not want my I don't want my creation who's." designed to do menial work and provide me companionship. I do not wish for him to be knocking people unconscious. So well, how much do they want for me to buy my stolen golem back for? He says, I mean, I, I do not think it's fair that I should have to buy it back. He says, but I suppose by paying you that I'm in a way buying it back, even though it was stolen from me. They were, they, they, they didn't, they weren't amenable to a deal. They're not going to sell you that murder bot. It's making more money than you could ever pay. Oh, well, now that we know what it is, maybe the city guard will finally take me seriously. You would either get the city guard murdered or get yourself murdered by the city guard, depending on whether or not they're on the take. On, on the take? On, uh, I'm not familiar with this expression. Are you a child? Do you no, know? I'm Darius Bartram, Silverbrand the Fourth. Do you know what bribery is? I'm, I'm aware of the concept, yes. Okay. Just imagine, imagine a, a giant wheelbarrow full of money that the Indra's crime family... Okay, yes, I have one of those upstairs, yes. <laughs> wheels up, don't tell people that. Wheels <laughs> up to the, uh, to the police every, week, every month and just dumps it. And that's their bribe for the month. Well, yes, but that would be against the law. I mean, the city guard wouldn't do that. Yes, yes, yes they, they would. I'm gonna pop out. To be fair, we have no proof that their guards are in fact being bribed. This is all hypothetical. I'm gonna pop out of my red panda form and be like, I mean, maybe if you make an offer, we can bring it to them next time it's open and see how they feel about it. Like, if they maybe seem like they're gonna be amenable to it or something higher. Susan, what would be your fee for for acting as as a broker in this regard? I think, I mean, most of the hard work is already done on yeah. our part. Yeah, I mean, I would say we already did most of the work, so seven fifty a piece because we didn't actually get it back. No, no, I mean, for you to for you to go to the these indroses and and if 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 you can negotiate with them an offer, how much would you want for that? Seven fifty a piece. Oh, on top of your worth thousand. No. Yes. <laughs> Good characters, remember, guys. <laughs> that was Matthew. That was not ADA. <laughs> um, I mean, it seems fair. No, I think that would be wildly out of... It, it is. Of, what I meant was we didn't actually bring you back the bot. So instead of a thousand apiece, we would take seven fifty. Oh, instead of okay. And and my caveat is I do not in any way want to get caught up in this crime family. So I will take one negotiation and that is it. Oh well I tell you what. Well if you if you can negotiate the return of of, of my beloved Dalet, he says um, I will happily pay uh, for him and I will give you all the full thousand if you 
If you can negotiate terms, that would be amenable to the addresses. Surely they're reasonable people. That surely is optimistic. What is the maximum amount of money you're willing to pay to get Dalit back? Um, let me think about that for a second. <laughs> and and is there a sliding scale over time? As this thing keeps beating fighters, they're going to run out of fighters for it to fight. Yeah, people are going to eventually stop wanting to fight it. Well, they'll eventually probably just start finding ways to make the fights interesting. Duos or trios or... Mm. If only we had met Bartrand with less scrupulous characters. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> this guy is a rube. He's <laughs> a Perhaps the Dean would not have given you a, a, a <laughs> if you had more scrupulous, uh, less scrupulous characters. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, he says, well, um, I would not want to spend more than it would cost for me to make another one. So uh, 25,000 gold pieces, I think, is probably my upper limit. That's a high limit. Is it? I, if it doesn't cost of construction, I feel that is a fair amount. Uh, yeah. yeah, because I don't really know anything about metal. <clears throat> and what would you like us to start with? I mean, should I start lower? Yeah, that way we can negotiate back and forth. We can. I, I, I trust. I, I will put, I, he says, I'm very unfamiliar with this concept, so I will put it, I'll leave it in your hands. Okay. Nithis is so distressed by all of this. <laughs> if, I, if I may ask, what would the cost be of producing a simpler golem? And I will gesture to Bet. Oh, well, um... I mean, bet was only a few thousand gold pieces. What would the cost of just like re-upholstering with metal bet? Well, that would not work. You, it, uh, the, the weight of the metal would be more than its clockwork, clockwork gears could, could manage to move. Ah, I see. But I'm thinking there is a possible alternative that if we could trade Dalit for multiple simpler golems that they might be able to use in the fighting pits. Uh, you, you don't think that these these other golems probably would not be yeah. good at fighting. They're very slow and clunky. And any, any, any one of you could defeat one of these golems pretty easily. How do you feel about sharing custody? <laughs> oh God. They get Dalit on the weekends. Dalit <laughs> <laughs> only fights every three days. So, I mean, they could come and pick it up. And and probably not even every three days, because pro he probably switches off of Whisper. Yeah. But what if, um, what if, what if they destroyed Dalit? I mean, that's highly unlikely. Murder bot. You don't understand it. how much Dalit is kicking ass. <laughs> And, and we can ask them to bring the component pieces back if Dalit gets destroyed. He says, he says I, I would just like, it's like a security blanket to me. I guess it's probably the best way I could put it. I would feel more comfortable with Dalit here all the time. <laughs> I think it's a security system for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a security murder bot for me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is literally security. Yeah. All right. Well, I've empowered you to do what you will. Uh, if you change your mind, or if you cannot reach, um, if, or if you cannot reach a uh, a compromise with with Andros, as I will 
you know, for all the effort you've put in, I will, I will still give you 750 gold pieces apiece. As, uh, very generous. as Nith has suggested. Well, you, you've done a lot of work for me, and I do appreciate those who do work for me and, and don't take advantage of my good nature. Now Sean feels bad. <laughs> you did good! <laughs> you did good things! Uh, he says, unfortunately, he says, um, well, the red panda is cheering me up quite a bit. Unfortunately, uh, this has put me in a little bit of a mood. So, uh, I've had I've had Bet wrap up your meat and sausages, your meat and cheeses to go. Um, I love we always get lunch after these meetings. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> We're gonna get spoiled for the future. <laughs> Excuse me, are you wanting to negotiate? Where is my whiskey and my slices? Nith is did bring an empty flask with her. She pours that <laughs> in the flask so she can take it with her. Somewhere in that house, there's an intern that's like, man, I usually get to keep the snacks. Ha! <laughs> <sighs> All right, we leave. <laughs> well, we'll we'll give it our best shot. Well, as you leave, as you leave Dar- Darius's and to contemplate what to do, uh, that is where we're going to end the session today. So it's already after eight. So. Okay. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I I just realized the crowd in the um in the fighting pit. Like some of them are actually carrying meat and cheese. It's true, actually. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I see. The wait staff. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, we'll have next week off, uh, but we'll still get together and play some games. Uh, and, oh. then, and then we will uh, figure out what's next. <laughs> cool. Too funny. <laughs> Adamantium murder bot. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>